You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This Is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike and here, your host, Back with another episode up in Broken Arrow today um, at an awesome co-working space, which we'll tell you a little bit about. But we are going to talk about mums, moms, mums, however you, however you guys say it. I say it differently, but I can get away with it because I have an accent. Um, but yeah, here with Danielle Melton today to talk about Boss Mum Crew. Um kind of really cool kind of platform uh, and group that you've you've developed and we're going to talk a lot about what that is and what that means to building community around working mums um but before we do tell us i guess a little bit about the place that we're in today Yes, well, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Mike, for having me on your platform. But yeah, we are here at Coworking Bravely here in Oklahoma. This is one of my favorite spaces to work. Um, I love it not just because it's a co-working space, but it's for women. And as you know, with Boss Mom Crew, I'm all about women empowerment and empowering moms. So um, yeah, this is just a cool place for us to not just co-work, but to have events. So I've had a couple of events here with, um, with Boss Mom Crew. So um, this is a place that I 100% recommend and love the owner, Sarah. She's phenomenal. And yeah, just she has the same vision as I, which is like changing the world and bringing women together, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect place for you guys to hang out and oh, build yes. community, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, so we're obviously we're in Broken Arrow. Has this place always been home to you? Um, this has, are you saying Broken Arrow? Or? I mean, just Tulsa, Broken Tulsa. Arrow area in general. Um, actually, I am originally from Buffalo, New York. Okay. So um, my dad, we moved here back in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was attending ORU, so he packed us all up, my mom, my siblings, and we came here, like I said, in 2000, and I was 14 years old and that's, have stayed here ever yeah. since. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a uh, I guess a rough year to make a change, right? When you're 14, you already have friends in school. Like that's, I mean, when you when you want to be a parent or you're moving, and I, I mean, if I was 14 years old and I had to pick up and move from you know New York or wherever to Oklahoma, like that's that must have been tough. I mean, so there was two pieces to it. So I, it was a little bit tough to leave a few friends that I had, but mm-hmm. uh, it was such a big culture change from where I was. I did grow up in um, a neighborhood that was a little bit more on the impoverished side. We were in poverty um, where we were living. A lot of our neighbors didn't have a lot. So uh, my parents did a really good job with, I guess, sheltering us and keeping us, um, you know, still being children, Mm -hmm. you know, where we were living. So it it was definitely a change um, to move to Tulsa because of um, where I came from. So thinking about coming from, I guess what I would call it is the hood and moving to suburban Oklahoma was definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a welcome to change when you got here. Yeah, I I was definitely welcome to change. I was a little bit nervous due to, you know, the big change, like um, coming here, not knowing, thinking of like people were saying it was horses and buggies and, you know, this is that. I was like, oh, my gosh, are we going backwards? So um, obviously when I moved here, it was 
a lot different than what right. I um, expected. So a lot more positive than anything. Mm-hmm. We probably went to kind of a similar thing then, right? Me coming here mm-hmm. and culture shock and everything mm-hmm. and you coming here and it's, you're right. It's so different, right? When, I mean, especially, you know, even within the same country, just coming from Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. big city to, I quote, rural Oklahoma, mm-hmm. which I mean, rural compared to obviously where you grew up right not now people think Tulsa is not rural mm-hmm. you know, well it probably was compared to when you got here in 2000 right uh, that ye- well it has changed a yeah. lot yes um, a lot of new businesses and buildings especially on the 71st area mm-hmm. um I, I live over there near that area. So we started off with nothing there and watching it build was very interesting. So right. totally different from um, back in 2000. Yeah. Uh, so you, so you dad packs everybody up and he comes to school down here. Uh, what was the reason for him coming to school down here and not anywhere else? So he, um, my dad is a minister as well. Mm-hmm. So um, God told him that um, to move to Oklahoma to pursue you know, his education here mm-hmm. at ORU. He, while he was here, he did receive two master degrees, one in divinity and one in education. So he yeah. is currently um, a teacher, but he also has a nonprofit organization called Esteem, which is helping youth and young children, especially the black and brown children with like, mm-hmm. you know, education and um, other things like tutoring and stuff like that. Yeah, so. Yeah. so so you grew up then as as a child of, of the church, right? With with dad mm-hmm. being involved in that stuff mm-hmm. and a pastor's kid, quote, mm-hmm. pastor's mm-hmm. kid or whatever it is, PK. right? It's, yeah, PK, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was that like coming to Tulsa and being a part of that and, and seeing dad go to school and kind of further, further his education and I guess str- always strive to be better, right? I mean, mm-hmm. not many people who have fathers that have a family right. want to move you half around the country to, to pursue education, which is quite a big... It is. And I I feel like I have my dad's spirit and he has um, instilled that into me because of who he is and how he is driven. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the goal. This is what I'm going to do. And he does it and pursues it. So, um, so, oh, it was a question. (laughs) Uh, Just like how how that was, like seeing your dad and growing up, I guess, watching your dad pursues, you know, even pursue education Mm -hmm. at at an age that, you know, he's a father and he has a family. Right. Um, I mean, as a child, I, I didn't understand it as much. I was like, oh, he's still in school. Why is he still in school? And all this stuff. But I mean, I didn't understand the the depths of bachelor's and master degrees right, and yeah. things of that nature. So as I grew up and looking back, I'm like, wow, how phenomenal is that? I yeah. want to do that too. You know, so um, the one thing I do want to mention is that you know, my dad, you know, he had the dreams and visions to do certain things. And, you know, my mom, you know, she's the one who kind of stayed with us and had four kids. And, you know, she actually put a lot of her dreams to the side as, in the back burner because, you know, she was a mom. Sure. So, you know, seeing that and seeing, you know, my dad go for his dreams and my mom putting hers on pause because of children made me want to do things differently because mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, isn't there a way you can be a mom and still yeah. pursue for your dreams? So that's kind of what kind of drove me to you know what I'm doing today yeah so um which we'll definitely get to that because because I love that that's really cool to find out that you know from that reason that you do what you do today that's that's really neat and I'm sure your mom's super proud <laughs> um but so where did you go to high school in Tulsa I went to Union High School yeah yes was that I mean that's quite a big high school for this area but compared to your high school in Buffalo was that big so I, I left in eighth grade so okay. yes Union is much bigger than where I came from so, yeah, we didn't we only had maybe two eighth grade classrooms or two or three. Yeah. Um, I mean, Union has a whole school <laughs> for just catering to eighth graders. So, um, yeah, so it was definitely a difference in a yeah. uh, 
pretty shocking. I mean, not just with that, but like, you know, the, the whole culture of like my school was predominantly African-American mm-hmm. coming here. It was like predominantly Caucasian. So trying to find my footing and finding my place and yeah. finding my identity was um, a challenge in the very beginning. But um, I was able to find some great friends that yeah. we were able to wrap around each other. Did you dive into, I guess, like the union athletics and like the whole like we're going to football games and all and be a part? Because I mean, it's a it's a whole oh, it's, a, it's its own thing. And it? it's, it's a its own culture. And it's yeah, own, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, no. No, I was actually in drama. Okay. I was one of those drama kids. So yeah. from eighth grade, being in drama class to, to high school, being in drama. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from that, then, do you think, I know we mentioned, you just mentioned previously before we started recording that you went to OSU. What leads you to go to OSU and what are you thinking? Are you thinking, mentioned drama, uh, you're going to pursue drama at, at OSU or was it No, else? so I went to, I did college a non-traditional way. So mm-hmm. I did through TCC and then OSU Tulsa mm-hmm. and then um, NSU Broken Arrow for my gotcha. master's degree. So I have always been in the mindset and the heart of giving um, with, you know, not just Boss Mom Crew, but as a child. I mean, like I was saying, I did live in a place that had poverty. Mm -hmm. A lot of our neighbors didn't have much. I would literally take food and clothes from my home to give to others as like a young child. So I've always had that heart um, for the community and for others. So my bachelor's degree is in human development and family science Mm -hmm. with a focus on child and family service. So um, I started my career, my professional career, um, working as a teacher and then became like a case manager, working at like places like DVIS, which is domestic yeah. violence, and um, Tulsa Educare as a family advocate. So I'm um, just being in that field of helping and you know serving others. Yeah. So and then I pursued my master's for education and yeah. So yeah. Still working in education. That's that's a really cool road though, right? Like you know to get all those different experiences and and follow kind of the same things your dad did and and just always pursue the next thing right Mm -hmm. always like furthering and bettering and if there's a you know if I can get this degree and and just keep a lot of us I think we go to school we get our degree and that's it Mm -hmm. right some may go on to get a master's and I mean some of the people who do master's degrees they do it because they don't know what they want to get a Mm -hmm. real job in right Mm -hmm. they're just like oh I'll just go to school for another two years and then maybe even another one but it's really neat to see you know listening to your story to 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 do the same thing as kind of dad did and just furthering your Mm -hmm. your education continuing and and because the more you learn the more you can get back exactly right exactly uh and you mentioned you've always kind of had that giving mentality uh where does the entrepreneurial side of things weave in because you just mentioned you're all, you know, teaching and working and now right. you have your own thing. Right. So I, I'm, I'm doing both. So I'm doing yeah. Boss Bomb Crew as well as I am a um, school principal at a local school here. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a balance of both. My, like I said, my dad has his nonprofit. So mm-hmm. seeing that as well. Um, and then ever since I was a child, I had little business things. I mean, I literally was um, a professional babysitter, mm-hmm. got my babysitting license through Red Cross, had... Um, had some professional cards. So yeah. I've always wanted to, you know, have that in, you know, have my own thing, I guess, you know, ever since I was little. So, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, re- <laughs> yeah. Like you, you sound like a very busy human being. Right? Uh, like, well, you, you kind of. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. But, but it doesn't sound like it's work to you. It sounds like you love it. So it's like, even though if someone looked at your schedule and was like, whoa, you do a lot. You're like, yeah, but that's it's really exactly, not. That's exactly. That is, you know. thank you for saying that. Yes, I do. My schedule is a little bit on the busy side. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am also a foster mom. I am a wife. I am a mother to my, you know, my daughter as well. Um, I'm a school leader. And then I have boss mom crew. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I do wear many hats, um, but it's really good when I have like very great family members to support. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I, I guess I do thrive in being busy. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, you mentioned being a school principal. What's yeah. that like? Um, it's fun. It's fun and it's um, rewarding. I work at a school that has, um, it's, um, it's an early head start school for zero to three. So mm-hmm. basically the whole goal is to help the children, um, be where they need to be when they start public yeah. school, because studies show that children in poverty are, um, significantly behind when they start school. So we are literally within the name, giving them a head start with um, teachers who have bachelor degrees, yeah, with yeah. Um, different things, different um, wraparound service with the children and families to help them so that when they do go to school, yeah. um, they're where they need to be. Always giving back. I love yes. it. I love where this is going. Uh, so tell me then about Boss Mom Crew and like how that happens. And I know, like you just mentioned, you know, the, the, the one of the reasons is is because mum kind of put her you know goals and everything to the side to raise a family mm-hmm. uh, and you you know something in you says well why why not why can't we do this right, right? like like all great entrepreneurs can think why not mm-hmm. rather than oh okay we'll just take it and and that's always the way it's going to be right you decided not to and decided hang on a second let's let's develop something a community uh, while you have a job, you can develop this side hustle, mm-hmm. quote, side hustle as, you know, as your own thing. And you've done a great job of it. Like you have a great social media following, you post awesome content, you well, get you. it. I think one of the very, there's not many people who are mothers that have kids and are busy that still invest time in social media and understand it as mm-hmm. well, right? Um, well, the pandemic helped when we were at <laughs> home <laughs> with um, working from home and stuff like that. Right. So yeah. Um, I was able to YouTube a couple things and figure things out a little bit. Yeah, but so so where when does it start and what is the you know the whole like mission statement and goal from day one? Yes, so it started back um, as a. I've always, so as a mom, um, I, I, first off, I entered into motherhood in a non-traditional way. Mm-hmm. So through foster care. So my husband and I have been foster parents since 2016, mm-hmm. um, and got our first placement of kids in 2016. So, um, my background in education. I mean, I even teach child development at TCC. I mean, I am that person who knows early childhood, right? But having my first placement and having our first kids, like people were telling me, oh, it's different when you have your own. I'm like, no, it's not, you know, but yes, it is. (laughs) It's totally different. And it's crazy because um, I know this may sound insane, but I did not know how much of myself I had to give as a parent. So I'm like, wait a second, why am I waking up at seven? Oh my gosh, the kids are up. I can't, I can't sleep in. Oh goodness. Oh my gosh. You know, everything's wrapping in, um, wraps around the kid, you know? Right. And, um, someone, I was talking to someone about it. I was like, why did I not know this? And they're saying a lot of times when you're, you're pregnant, you get to get the mindset and get like ready for that. Mm. You know, I didn't do that. I literally jumped in, had a, um, five and six year old and went from there. So yeah. So, um, starting on that journey, I did feel a little bit of depression and a little bit of, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, does anybody understand what I'm going through? Like, I'm trying to lead a school. I'm trying to do all this. I'm trying to do all that. And it just feels like a lot of the balls were dropping. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to perform at like a hundred percent, like I normally like to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, then my friend circle was changing. Like it was getting smaller because they're going out and doing things. And I'm like, I can't, I got kids. I got to do this. So... Um, that's kind of like where I was like, I need to find something or, you know, for me. (laughs) So, and then you think I need to think of a cool name and it it comes up and I mean, start social media. Like when, when did the social media start? Okay. So, so this was 2019. So I, I then 
began to look and see first off like okay is there something out there for me I need something for me as the mom so on my journey of searching I was only able to find things that were focused on like the kids so it was like mommy groups that's like right. this is how you get toddlers to sleep this is how you do this I'm like okay that's great and all but what what about me mama needs to sleep <laughs> like too. mama needs <laughs> needs something so um, on my search for that I wasn't able to find it so I yeah. said you know what I'm gonna create something like this you mm-hmm. know and and I did and it, it launched February of 2020 and yeah yeah that's that's kind of how it happened by using social media you get the word out and your friend group and and it just kind of grows and you be yourself and you your bubbly personality and yourself and you tell everyone you know these are my experiences Mm -hmm. sharing experiences is huge yes especially among you know among parents and mothers as well Mm -hmm. And, and one of the biggest things like Boss Mom Crew is all about community connection and uplifting each other mm-hmm. because we know like this mother journey is is difficult like especially trying to balance like career motherhood spouse you know stuff yeah. like that like it is it, it can be a lot you know um, so you know with Boss Mom Crew when we launched I mean it's so crazy the timing because I was going to have my first event here at Coworking Bravely yeah. and then two weeks later the city shut down and it's like so I was like oh no what am I going to do so I literally had to shift and go virtual mm-hmm. you know so um, glad that I, I did because it, it was just so crazy with the timing because um, everybody was quarantined, everybody's at home, everybody's on their phones and, you know, doing a lot of more social media things. So I yeah. think that kind of helped get the word out there. It's like, oh, we're here with these kids. We're, we're locked in. Oh, this community has some information for us. Oh, right. these are some great tools. This is some great interviews and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And then I guess it, I guess it just it kind of took its own took its own way and just took off right I, I, yeah I mean I, I guess I mean we have about 13,000 um, people in our community which I'm very grateful for um, and it's worldwide I mean I'll get messages from people from Australia like thank you for creating this creating this space and yeah. um, Thailand and all these other places I'm like oh my gosh you know and it, it just warms my heart to know that like I'm not alone because I created this for, to fill a void within myself yeah. and that I'm able to help other moms with this journey of being a mom. Right. Um, and you use them as a resource too, right? Because then yes. you're all learning and you're all sharing and, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, I'm not a parent. I have two dogs and I'm happy <laughs> that like with the dogs at the moment. I, kids, it's different we, when you have kids. I'm sure it is. I've, I've been told and I like we're, we're not even on the radar of having children <laughs> because I'm very selfish. <laughs> I enjoy my time and so does my wife. Yes. Um, but I, I love that like, it, you know, you mentioned it's worldwide and mm-hmm. you probably didn't expect that because the yeah. power of social media and when you get that first message and so you look at where they're from and you think someone's from Thailand or Australia. Right. What? Like different time zone, halfway across it's the world. Crazy. Like, but you have that, that, that common connection. Yes. And, and so, and that's one thing like I, I love and that was one thing that I wanted to do was be able to connect people who may have no, normally not connected. Mm-hmm. So for our um, in-person events we have here in Tulsa, we have um, engineers, we have lawyers, we have teachers, we have you know entrepreneurs, we have people who sell candles, you know, their own candle shop. And we have them being able to cross paths and yeah. have conversations and have that same thing that they have in common, which is being a working mom, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need each other. How are you doing this? Oh, here's some things I'm doing for that so um, yeah yeah. and then different races too I mean mean, me being an African American woman it is so important for me to do what I can to help create unity especially Mm -hmm. with you know things that are going on um, you know in the world so when I'm able to bring everyone together Mm -hmm. you know in unity and 
you know, create a space to say, hey, we're different, but right. we're also the same with this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm just so grateful for it, it. It must be so interesting to hear all the stories and bringing, you know, you've created this melting pot of culture, right, of working mothers that, that all come from different backgrounds. And, and in their culture, being a mother might not necessarily mean you need to work. They might be back to what your mother was, right? It's mm-hmm. like, you're, you're here, your job is to take care of the family. Right. Whereas in the in the States now, it's more about, no, like you have more rights and you should you should have more rights mm-hmm. and, and you actually, you get paid more or whatever, you know, the, right. it's totally different wherever everybody is around the world. Mm-hmm. But it, you've created this center that everyone comes to to talk about it, yeah. right? And, and everyone's different. Everyone's culture is different. Wherever they grow up is different. And, you know, even like the one thing that, that still drives me nuts, even though I'm not a parent, is like the maternity leave parents get back home in the UK oh, is one of the highest in the world. And mm-hmm. out here, it's like, oh, you get how long? Yeah. What? You're, back in, you're already back in work? Just a second. <laughs> Which again, is just like, I, do, I, know. I still can't, as a man, I can't wrap my head around right. that. I can't imagine what it's like being a mother. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you have this, you know, you have all these things that, that you can relate to and, and people can bounce back and questions and and no doubt people have, you've created a big following over such a short time because it's clearly a value to people. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's so interesting because um, a lot of us, I like that you mentioned, like certain people like don't work or do, you know, do work mm-hmm. and do things like that. But uh, one thing I like to preach and talk about is like, um, don't put your dreams and aspirations to the side because right. you have children, yeah. but that should be the reason why you go for it. So um, I, I preach that because a lot of us women and a lot of us moms, like we put ourselves on the bottom of our to-do list. Mm-hmm. Um, kids are first, everything's first, you know, and it's like, oh, I'll get to me later, you know, and then, I mean, with that mindset and doing that, it's like, how are you going to pour from an empty cup? Like, you right. cannot be your greatest self at work. Mm-hmm. You can't be your greatest self at home. You, I mean, because you don't have much to give. Like, you are depleted. Yeah. So I am really big on talking about self-care, putting yourself on the top of your own to-do list. And um, so that's one thing with our mix and mingles that we have monthly. Um, I like to say, give yourself a hand, a round of applause, mamas, mm-hmm. for, you know, doing this, for coming here, for, you know, getting out of your normal nine to five day and doing this for you yeah. so because it's super important to give ourselves some me time yeah so over since 20 since launching this uh you said february of 20 right 20, mm-hmm. 20 since launched this february so we've been i mean not even a year yet right? it's a year oh, yeah, sorry yes. i'm terrible at math no it's yeah it's you've been in it over almost a year two almost two years yeah. what has been the biggest kind of like aha or surprise from from this last what 18 months um that yeah so my biggest surprise was how many people can relate and felt like they needed this community Mm. um i again i was not expecting this to be where it is now to be honest i was like hey it's going to be something local with tulsa moms you know just little events and things like that but when i saw like so many other people coming and and messaging me and all these great great things I was like wow like I am so grateful and proud that um that I'm able to create a space like this because I thought it was just me I'm like am I the only one feeling like this um obviously not (laughs) so being able to create this space and how big um, we have expanded in such a little time was very shocking and phenomenal Mm -hmm. so uh and then another thing people might be wondering if if they're thinking of starting their own kind of community uh from day one it sounds like that it you know it was just hey I want to create a community just so we can share experiences 
not this is going to make me a millionaire, right? right? Like, but to that point, have you monetized? Do do you do that? And then how was that decision? Where did that come about? If you are, if you do monetize, yes. So I monetize with um, our monthly events. Okay. Um, we have like a big event coming up on Tuesday, which we'll have about a hundred people, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll be launching our chapters very soon. So okay. I'm also working with a lawyer with all this stuff, but chapters will be. Um, and in different places, since we are, you know, having people from all across yeah. the nation and the world, um, chapters is going to be the next step so that we can be more um, intentional with our relationships, um, grow those relationships within the chapter. Um, when And it's also going to have things like um, speakers, um, different kind of tools, um, you know, for motherhood, for business, for self-care and things like that. And then um, as well as this fun events you yeah, know, yeah. that focuses on the mom. Like a structured curriculum then. Kind of. So or resources, I guess. Yes, resources. So um, my goal is that, you know, within our um, membership and within our chapters, we have different people who have mm-hmm. different um, strengths. So, hey, I'm an accountant. I know this. You know, I'm a lawyer. I know this. So giving them the opportunity to teach what they know to the community, mm-hmm. um, people will be able to sign up for that. And that will happen like quarterly and then we can open up yeah, to yeah. the bigger community and that can be something on their resume that they had you know things like that so uh to that point then what what is i guess the dream and the goal the, huh, the dream and the goal and it's so funny because uh, mike has he was our first person to write an article about us mm-hmm. so it was so cool and i kind of look back on the article and i was like my dream and goal is this this and this you know and um we're, we're still striving to that we're mm-hmm. still striving for that so i'm i'm excited but the dream and goal is to have chapters worldwide um as well as being able to have um year yearly conferences that people come to worldwide with keynote speakers like yeah. you know i'm gonna speak big like michelle obama or you know things people like that you know to to talk to and inspire you know our community yeah so and there's no doubt it can't be. Oh, right? thank you. Like, I mean, right. I mean, there's no, well, like, I mean there's that's the goal. Plenty so. of people to relate to you, right? Yes. There's enough mothers out there that yes. can relate. And, you know, uh, even though, like, you have a big following in the, so, you know, a big following in a short amount of time in the social media world, in the grand scheme of things, there are so many people who don't know about it yet, right. which is good for you because there's so much potential for yes. growth. Uh, yes. It's just, like you said, finding the foundation and having the time and putting mm-hmm. into it. And, you know, at the end of the day, you are what you created. You are a working mother and you have a bunch of other hats, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you have the same struggles as everybody else yes. rather than, well, and, and to that point, you couldn't relate to everybody if you didn't. Right. You know? Right. Because if, if you created this and you're like, yeah, I'm a thing, you know, I'm just a mom. I'm right. Like, I don't have no. kids, but I just want to create this because I want to feel <laughs> right. like it's not going to And, and again, I created this for me first. I was like, yeah. I need a community for me. Anybody else want to join me? Yeah. <laughs> and then others did. And it's like, oh, wow, we need this community. Mm-hmm. So it's, so, I mean, I'm, I'm again, grateful and very shocked and very excited for where we are and where we're going to be. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned having, having events and, you know, you said the first one was supposed to be and then COVID happened. Uh, <laughs> yes. Tell me about then that first in-person event and, and just kind of how that went, but also how you felt as someone who's throwing that event. Yeah. Because a lot of people go to events, they feel great, but they don't understand what the person goes through when they're the one putting that event on. So, of course, you're hoping people will come. <laughs> you're like, okay. So, um, and I was grateful. We had about 40, 40 women to come and we were at Sultana Steam um, downtown. So that was where we had our first in-person event. It was really, really good. Um, I, 
I mean, my heart was just warm seeing like the vision come to reality, seeing the moms talking and hearing those conversations. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm going through this. Oh, have you tried this? Have you talked to this person? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, it's happening. This is, this is wonderful. This is what we need. This is what us moms need. This is what I need. So, um, it, it was great. I mean, we started, well, that was our first mix and mingle. Let me, yeah. let me say our first event was in May, our first in-person and it was our mother's day picnic. Mm-hmm. Um, we had about 35 people there and we were at, um, the Tulsa Botanic Gardens and it, it was great. It was just nice for us to just see all these women just, again, I'm, I'm really big on us praising ourselves, praising mom for all that we do. Right. So that was our way of saying, Hey mama, you guys are, you're important. Yeah. You're worth it. Let's have a, a, a lunch or a, a picnic to celebrate you. Yeah. yeah. So. And then you mentioned the, the event that's going to come up, that's coming up Tuesday, which when this goes out, which be, which will be tomorrow. Um, tell me about that event and kind of what's going into it. Yes. So we're having our first annual mom's giving event. So basically what mom's giving is, is literally a Thanksgiving seated event that is focused on the mom. So it's not just moms going to be there. They're moms, they're non-moms, they're mother figures there to just celebrate the mother. Mm -hmm. So this is just a time where we just want to have a sit down dinner. It's going to be a hundred women there. And we're just going to say, hey, mom, it's kind of the same thing as what we did in May. You're important. You're valued. And this is a time to celebrate you right before the holiday season happens where we literally (laughs) are not number one. We are getting everything ready for Thanksgiving. Christmas and all those things. So it's just a, a pause to say, hey, mom, you're important. Yeah. Focus on you. Hooray, hooray. Now go ahead and, you know, handle your business for holidays. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to sit down right for the next two months oh, right. because, exactly. because you're super busy. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> my mom is the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of blame my mother because on my bad cooking because she was so good and I <laughs> didn't teach me how to cook and she was always there and did everything for me. Mm-hmm. She was a great mom, which made me a bad cook. Yeah. 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 Uh, but she maybe she'll listen to this. So sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> but no, you're right. Like there's so many things that over the holidays that mothers do, right? And mm-hmm. and and you know even as entrepreneurs, like you know we there's so there's things that the holidays are like our busiest times. Mm-hmm. But if you're a working mom, then or you're an entrepreneur and you're a mother, like it's. I mean that's that's not easy no. at all. No, I mean those who are non-moms kind of kind of think about it like this so holiday season coming we have photos to do we have cookies to make we have all these wonderful events to do with the kids we got to put them on santa's lap we have to come up with you know what santa's going to look like and um elf on the shelf and all these different things that come to come with being a mom during the christmas season so yeah um it's a little busy Oh, and the gifts. Yeah, oh, well, the always gifts. the gifts. Yeah. yeah, and trying not to slip up to say that Santa's not yes, real. Yes, exactly. Right, and trying to figure it out. I always oh, wondered how my parents figured out that age where to tell me, like, yeah, anyway, well, that's we're gonna, a whole We had to figure thing. it out. My daughter's 10, so I'm like, Ugh, my oh, my husband's like, I think she's too old. I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe we need to let her know. But, um, yeah, the Santa thing is funny because you forget which one Santa bought. So you're like, oh, I got that. I thought Santa did. Oh, no, you're right, baby. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to figure that out and what, remember. What, what always used to get me was like my mum and dad would, would would obviously get something for me they'd hide it so well that they would forget it right. and I'd get it like six or seven months later I mean like oh I got this for you and I'm like, like I think random. I asked for that for Christmas 
wow. <laughs> and then they finally told me, like, oh, That's yeah. Like, and it kept happening, too. Yeah. And they told me that Santa wasn't real. And, like, six months after Christmas, I'd get a, get a present. Like, oh, yeah, we forgot. We, we hid this. So we forgot, like, <laughs> thanks, Mom. Uh, and Dad, too. But yeah. to that point, like, Christmas is coming up. And, and I'm going home for Christmas. And I was just remembering, like, what it was like as a kid, right, growing up with Christmas. And my dad used to, like make like fake snow mm-hmm. um i have a younger brother and it was always it was my job to not tell my brother that santa wasn't <laughs> real you know so i had to keep that but i always remember my dad like making fake snow and like using his boots as in footprints. Santa's footprints and I'm stuff and you. i'm like you know and like the cookies and carrots for yeah. Rudolph. i mean christmas is the greatest thing ever mm-hmm. i hate christmas music <laughs> but christmas is the greatest time of the year right i love christmas music yeah. i'm already playing it in my office so yeah you may not want to go there <laughs> as long as it's not mariah i'm good i <laughs> Oh, yeah, that song Mariah's is dangerous. a little bit overplayed, yeah, but it's all right. <laughs> definitely. Uh, so finishing up then, obviously, the events tomorrow, um, big in-person event, 100 people at the you know annual event that you're going to throw. Um, you mentioned, though, having speakers come. Yeah. And the goal, obviously, is to make this big and have, like, Michelle Obama come and, and whoever else. Mm-hmm. But between now and getting Michelle Obama, <laughs> who, I guess, are some kind of local Oklahoma mums that you would love to have speak that maybe, I don't know, on the news, celebrities have some influence? Like, there's got to be that. Who's next on the ladder to try, oh, if I can get this person, I've, I've, I've kind of hit that point, and then we can go um, I I would love to have... Um, what is her name? Let me think. Pioneer Woman. Yeah, Reed Drummond. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I would love to have her. Um, I actually reached out to her because, you know, mm-hmm. knowing me, I, I don't, I just keep going. Yeah, okay? of course. There's, there's no limit. So I reached out to her to see if she could be one of the speakers. I think she might be a little busy, so she didn't write me back. But, yeah, yeah. so that would, that would be great. To have her. Yeah. I want her on the podcast too. So we'll, okay. uh, so whoever gets the there page. first, yeah. we'll have to help each other yes. out. Uh, <laughs> but no, you're right. Like, and, and just a few that came to mind. Like, I mean, there's, there's plenty of, of women that are super impactful that are mums and, and the um, the Hall of Fame, who are a great sponsor of the podcast, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame induction ceremony is next Thursday mm. uh, in Tulsa. So there'll be plenty of people and there and, and past Oklahoma Hall of Famers um, who are mothers and, I mean, Obviously, Carrie Underwood's a huge one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like there, there's an abundance. One of the big kind of real estate. Um, I messaged her too, ladies. by the way. Oh, I, I have as well, multiple <laughs> times. Just waiting. Uh, I think she's just a little busy though. There's another lady who who, who you may not know of. Uh, her name's Mo Anderson. She okay. created. She was like part of like starting Keller Williams Real Estate. She's from Edmond. Oh wow. She's like late '80s, complete rock star. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call her the Velvet Hammer because she's just like she's the nicest person ever, but she's very powerful with her words. Wow. And we'll, so that might be one to reach out to because I think she'd be great and wrote a great book. Um, Alfre Water is another lady. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an actress, been in a lot of things, and um, I would love to have her. I know that she came for Juneteenth here, yeah. and I mean she would be phenomenal to have. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, what about um, uh, you know outside of having a community and it being online? Do you have a book coming? Are there any plans for anything else? Like, what what kind of stuff do you have in the, you know in the goals list? Yeah, um, a book. I have not thought about a book really. Um, 
you know, with being so busy, I, I haven't mm-hmm. stopped to, to think for things like that. But um, like I said, I'm going to be launching the chapters very soon. So my focus will be on that. I do have an assistant that's helping me um, with a lot of different things. Um, she's our, our, my virtual assistant. And like we're just getting all the the nooks and crannies together, the I's dotted, the T's crossed to be able to launch the membership. So, so that would be the next thing. Yeah. Well, awesome. So for everyone listening, how can they get involved? How can they follow you? How can they participate, ask questions, Mm -hmm. answer questions? Um, And uh, yeah, I just guess be a part of Boss Mom Crew. Yes. um, So we're on social media, of course, Um, Facebook and Instagram at Boss Mom Crew is us. And um, you can go to our website, which is bossmomcrew.com and email email me if you like at info at bossmomcrew.com. Awesome. And if you're listening to this and you have a podcast and you want Danielle on your podcast, yes. you should definitely reach out. Um, <laughs> and we can, you can come and record in this amazing co-working space that yes. we're in and want to thank them for having us. Uh, it's great. But for everyone listening, I'll post the links to Danielle's Instagram, social media, um, and website. You can go check that out and wish you all the best for the event on Tuesday. It's a big thing. Thank you. I'm, I'm super excited. We have Kim Jackson from News Channel 8 being our keynote speaker. And we are, um, we are also partnering with Martha's Foundation. We do a nonprofit partner a year and they focus on um, teen pregnancies and teen moms. So we'll be giving them a special gift at the event. Awesome. Yay. Uh, For everyone (laughs) listening, yeah, like I mentioned, I'll post the links down below and we will catch you next episode. Cheers. All right. Thanks. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.